Josh Gardner was 35 and from Milford Haven. He was a firefighter with Mid and West Wales Fire Service. There was a large emergency services response to the incident that happened around 11.30am after two fire rescue service boats collided. The chief fire officer has expressed his sympathy to the family of the firefighter, while police say an investigation is underway involving the Marine Accident Investigation Board. Fire stations have changed their profile pictures on social media to a thin red line at the news. Police received a report of a suspicious vessel at Fishguard Port yesterday. The Fishguard lifeboat was launched just before 10am to escort the vessel to the port. Police say the vessel had travelled into the port without initially having permission. Formal permission was later requested and granted. Eyewitnesses said they saw police, Coast Guard and Border Force officers at the harbour. Fire crews were called to a Pembrokeshire hotel on Tuesday after a fire broke out. It happened at the Green Hills Country Hotel in St Florence just before midday. Appliances from Tenby, Pembroke Dock, Haverford West and Swansea were called out to the 20-bedroom hotel and the area around the hotel was cordoned off. Smaller roads and broadband should be prioritised over big infrastructure projects, according to a leading business group. The business body said money replacing EU funding should be earmarked for regional projects. The Welsh Government said it had set up the National Infrastructure Commission to advise on these issues. The Federation of Small Businesses say the condition of Welsh roads needs to be seriously addressed, with one saying they were regularly late for meetings because of congestion. The world's fastest shed took to Pendine Sands last weekend to defend its title. It topped 100 miles per hour on the famous sands. The vehicle was amongst all sorts of unusual and conventional vehicles making record-breaking bids on the beach. The fast shed, driven by Kevin Nick, managed 102 miles per hour. He said he was slightly hindered by the condition of the sand, which can vary from day to day, affecting top speed runs. Pembrokeshire Sport, and in Division 1 it was Haken United 3 and 1 to Merlins Bridge. Haken came out on top against rivals Merlins Bridge at the Ops. Goals from Justin Harding, Adam John and Shane Walsh sealed a first win against Merlins for new boss Scott Davis. Ten minutes after the break, the Vikings scored an important third goal and there was praise for 18-year-old centre-back Jay Power, who had an outstanding game in the Vikings' defence. And in the Women's WRU Merit League, it was Seven Sisters 41 and 10 to Haverford West. Seven Sisters loaned Haverford West a further two players, so the game could be played 15 aside. The game was fiercely competitive, but played in excellent spirit. Delith Foster scored for Haverford West, the other try scored by a Seven Sisters player against her own side. The Lady Blues now return to action on September the 29th at home to Nelson. And that's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Wake up with Toby Ellis. Weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much there to Matt Spill for the latest news at 9 o'clock. So breaking news also uh, at the moment. There has been a blockade by climate change protesters at uh, the uh, Valero oil refinery site. 
uh, reports that only essential staff have been allowed through the blockade and non-essential staff have been told not to go into work and uh, now uh, they are awaiting specialist equipment uh, to uh, be able to cut through chains and concrete blocks to remove those protesters this morning. So uh, there's going to be uh, quite a few delays there. Uh, we'll keep you up to date as we hear more on this this morning at Pure West Radio. Uh, weather for today is going to be a fine and bright day. Highs of 18 to 19 degrees. And uh, pretty much the same story across tomorrow as well. The UV index is medium. The pollution level is low. Here's Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. This is Pure West Radio. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is matted black, got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. West Radio with Toby Ellis.
Frank Matoka's Miracle plays right here at Pure West Radio. Ten past nine with me, Toby Ellis, right here on Breakfast. Uh, a little bit earlier than the normal, do your pet finder in just a few moments' time, as uh, we do have a, a couple of guests to get through here this morning. Uh, Jean from Pavs talking about the fabulous uh, volunteering awards, which will be happening very soon. And also Michelle Evans, Fetchy from Bake Off, is back with us uh, on an update on how Bake Off uh, was this week. Also, breaking news for you, uh, Valero Oil Refinery has been blockaded this morning, uh, so the workers have been sent home. Only essential staff have been allowed access uh, on site today. Uh, there are currently uh, uh, numerous protesters which have uh, actually chained themselves to concrete blocks outside of the refinery. Uh, they are waiting for specialist units to now uh, release those protesters uh, to cut them away from those concrete blocks. We'll keep you up to date as we hear more. Pet Finder. A bit earlier than the norm, placed next after Lewis Capaldi. If you've got any lost or found animals to get featured, give us a call now on Haverford West 764455. That's 01437 764455. The Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis. Weekdays 6 till 10am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Oh, Loch Farm ice cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Lunch Guide on Pure West Radio. Folly Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here, a new animal there. So what's new for this year? You can see two-toed sloths, tubby and lightcap in the newly refurbished exhibit Tropical Trails. Little ones with energy to burn? <laughs> then check out Wallaby Ranch play area. Worked up an appetite? Then a visit to the brand new sit-down, table-serviced themed restaurant The Hungry Farmer is a must. Zoo, farm, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. I'm Sarah Miller and I'll be joined by local experts in farming, food, wildlife and all the other things that are precious to the Pembrokeshire countryside every Sunday between 9 and 11. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Pure West Radio. I'm waiting up 
Saving all my precious time Losing light I'm missing my same old us Before we learned our truth too late Resigned so fade, faded away So tell me can you turn around I need someone to tear me down Or tell me can you turn around But either way, hold me while you wait I wish that I was good enough If only I could wake you up My love, my love, my love, my love Tell me more, tell me something I don't know Did we come close to having it all? If you're gonna waste my time Let's waste it right and hold me while you wait And hold me while your weight plays right here at Pure West Radio, your station for Pembrokeshire. And indeed from Pembrokeshire. Uh, Shemai, top of the morning to you, 80 minutes past nine with me, Topes. It's time for our pet finder. <laughs> pet finder on Pure West Radio. So a little bit uh, earlier than the norm, uh, just to make way for our guests, which we have here this morning. Uh, I've got Gene from Pabs popping in for a bit of a chin wag. Also, uh, I've got the uh, the lovely bunch uh, from uh, 
Bake Off back. Michelle Evans Fetchy will be here uh, talking about uh, this week on the Great British Bake Off. Now, though, let's have a look at some of the lost and found animals. A sheepdog uh, was found in the Priscelli Mountains uh, on the 16th of September, and nobody's uh, yet to come forward uh, to claim this uh, good looking sheepdog. Very friendly. Uh, was found on Monday. Uh, has been taken in uh, by uh, Rachel Monteague. So uh, if you have lost your sheepdog around the area, please get in touch with Rachel. Uh, all Pets Vet Care have been in touch to say that a black and white female kitten was found at Eastley Drive uh, yesterday morning and brought into them. Sadly, the kitten uh, has passed away. She has no microchip. If you have lost a black and white kitten, then please get in touch with All Pets Vet Care. Very sad news. Uh, also, there was an injured uh, pure black cat which was found at Haven Drive in Haken. Uh, had, had an injured back leg and, um, yeah, it looked very troubled. But Sarah Lowe has managed to find the owners. They have been relocated. There's also a missing cat uh, from the Pembroke Dock area. Uh, sort of uh, a tortoise shell um, cat with uh, sort of dark black markings. Her name is uh, Ilo. And um, if you've got any details, please do get in touch with Amber Wood on Facebook. Alternatively, uh, please do get in touch with us here at Pure West Radio. That's all for your pet finder here today. It's back this afternoon at 5.30. Please do get in touch for any lost or found animals. Just uh, email uh, studio at purewestradio.com. Footsteps on the ground I'm listening but there's no sound Isn't anyone trying to find me? Won't somebody come take me home? It's that Place 
playing here at Pure West Radio. 24 minutes past nine with me, Tobes, here on Breakfast. So, breaking news this morning, uh, a blockade has taken place uh, outside of uh, Valero Oil Refinery. Uh, various protesters have managed to uh, secure themselves against concrete blocks with chains and uh, causing major disruption uh, there this morning. Uh, the workers simply cannot get in or out of the site, so many of them have been sent home and uh, we're currently uh, awaiting updates on specialist units to uh, attend the scene and of course we'll keep you up to date as we hear more on that at pure west radio uh, across the day today on air and indeed on our social media channels stand by if you're fans of bake-off michelle evans fetch will be joining us on the phone lines very soon to have a chat about this week on bake-off uh, we've got little mix on the way for you now though here's mojo lady hear me tonight playing out to jacoon mathry Martel Twine, indeed, around the world at purewestradio.com. Morning, Shemai. Can't tell by the look in your 
and bounce back playing right here at Pure West Radio 9.31 with me Tobes so the uh, Valera Oil Refinery currently blockaded this morning uh, with uh, protesters uh, police are on scene at the moment waiting for specialist units to come with cutters to remove chains and concrete blocks uh, before removing the protesters so uh, non-essential staff have been told not to come into work today and uh, do have a day off uh, which is fully paid uh, and uh, also there are various essential workers which have made it in but so yeah it's currently locked down at the moment at uh, Valero 
oil refinery. We'll keep you up to date as we hear more on that across the day today here on Pure West Radio. Of course, tomorrow it sees the Rugby World Cup kickoff in Japan. We're celebrating, uh, giving away a Welsh rugby ball signed by the uh, Six Nations squad uh, of Wales. Also a jersey and also some tickets to go to the Scarlets. So uh, lots of great winning opportunities here on Pure West Radio as we celebrate the Rugby World Cup kicking off tomorrow. Uh, Stand by as we talk Bake Off. And also I've got the lovely Jean from Pavs here this morning. Uh, We'll be talking about the uh, volunteering awards on the way soon just before 10 here on breakfast folly farm sponsors of the breakfast show on pure west radio tenby blues festival makes a welcome return on the weekend of november the 8th to the 10th artists performing this year will include sugar ray rayford gina cecilia malone sibling band garonia duffy and the legendary john verity band to see the full exciting lineup and to get your tickets visit www.tenbyblues.co.uk do it The Bush Inn, Robertson Wathen, home to the famous Pembrokeshire Calvary every Sunday and Wednesday. You can enjoy our delicious home-cooked food every evening, Tuesday to Saturday. Also, don't forget if you have a sweet tooth, you can indulge in our homemade desserts. Be sure to visit our Facebook page for the latest events, offers and competitions. Booking is essential for the Sunday sitting and now available till 7pm. Call 01834 860 778 or visit thebushinrobustonwathen.com. Family and food is what we do. The Bush Inn, Robertson Wathen. Did you hear that? Come on, you can do it. That's the sound of setting a goal and achieving it. Taking it slow, grasping the club gently, focusing on the ball, lining up the stroke, and it goes in. With all-year-round golf at an incredible £480 for a new member. Terms and conditions apply. For your new membership, call now on 01646 697 822. Milford Haven Golf Club, where rain never stops play. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website, www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo. Barn. Fairground. Play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Listen online at purewestradio.com. This is Pure West Radio. Preacher man, see what 
Son of a Preacher Man plays right here at Pure West Radio on Breakfast 9.37 with me, Topes. And uh, I've got Jill from Laurie's Lifestyle. Hello, morning, Mother Bear. Good morning, Toby, and thank you for inviting me on your show again. Well, I had to invite you back on, really, because we've got the lovely Michelle Evans-Fetchy joining us once again from Great British Bake Off. Hello, Michelle. Morning. Hi, good morning. How good are you? Good morning. We're very good, thanks. Um, well, what a week it's been for you, <laughs> hey? Another tantalising, stressful <laughs> week on Great British Bake Off. Oh, my gosh. I think this is the worst ever challenge. When I had the brief for Indian Milk Sweets, I had to Google it to find out what they actually were. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. No. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. But what a tough week, though. I mean, not only uh, the challenge is set, but I mean... The judges. I don't, I just I just don't think they have much sleep. Oh god. <laughs> I think as the as the competition goes on it just gets more and more intense and mm. I think they just expect way more from you as a baker and it's just difficult. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, this dairy week was just such a challenge for you all, wasn't it, really? I mean I, I was just it was quite amusing just seeing all the surprised look on all the bakers' faces, you know, when they said <laughs> you've got to make something using a cultured dairy product and it was like Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I was the same because I, I do bake with buttermilk at home. I mean, I make scones with it. I make bread. You know, it's just, it was a shock to try and put it into a cake. Yes. They wanted to be light and fluffy and obviously not many were. <laughs> That's right, you know. And then, of course, they were going into the technical bits about, well, of course, it's the lactic acid that makes the cake light because it ferments. And it's like... Well, I know. How many bakers actually know that? Yeah, Unless you yeah. do it as a, you know, for a living. <laughs> I know. I only oh. found that out on the internet, to be fair, when I make a oh. red velvet. So that's the only reason I knew that. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Paul was at sort of pains to say, well, of course, you know, it may make the cake a little bit overbaked and all this. And it's like, oh. so you were sort of on the back foot to start with, really, weren't you? It's like, oh, my goodness me. But, your, you know, your rhubarb cake, which looked absolutely fabulous. It was decorated with little rhubarb kisses and... You had pecan crumbled on the top. 
Yeah, and, and there I did apple crisps. Apple crisps and yeah. oh, and the raspberries. It looked absolutely fabulous. And then the judge, when the judges cut into it, they said it was a bit claggy, which is about, oh, a bit shame, really, wasn't it? But there we are, you know, as you say, you know, they, they, they're always a bit warm when you serve them up. Yeah, it's difficult because you don't get to see that when you watch it from home. So you don't realise that there's, you know, there's a bit of sitting around time between judging. But my cake was still warm. I had to pop it in the fridge to try and cool it down oh, a bit. But yeah. it was bound to be a little bit, you know, claggy-ish in the middle. But yeah. I like sponge like that. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if, well, if, at home, if I bake a cake like that, I just mix a bit of custard in with it. And say, oh, nice pudding. <laughs> I mean, Michelle, I we, we, we touched on it last week, Michelle. Um, you know, just the amount of, of time that you've got. And, I mean, it is real, isn't it, these time constraints you know you you said are that's actually what happens you know there's no tv mockery there it's very much on on the pulse and there's a lot of pressure there yeah there is especially with a showstopper i mean to to make the koya and the chana the chana wasn't so bad because you had to curdle the milk but then you had to press it obviously to get the moisture out but the koya took the longest. I mean, you saw poor Henry burn his. I mean, yes. mine started mm. the catch. But yeah. that took an hour and a half to sweat down. And oh. it didn't really show how long it takes to make because no. there was no cheat way. And it's that the pressure was on because if you didn't make it or if it burnt, you failed. So it was yeah. so hard. Yeah, oh, it was. And yours looked absolutely fabulous. You know, it was, they were really pretty, weren't they? You have the rice pudding and then raspberry hexacons and little passion fruit discs. They looked amazing. They were yeah. really, really lovely. Yeah. They did. The judges loved the other two. I know they weren't that keen on my fanny tart, but then, you know, the rice pudding sat around for quite a while before judging, so it did look yeah. a little bit dry. Yeah. But they loved the other two. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I was pleased. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really good. And, oh, I mean, I thought the technical that uh, Prue set was really difficult, mm. though, with the maids of honour. <gasps> yeah, but I... Me. Exactly. And 12 of them. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Oh, poor Priya, I know. She didn't get nowhere near 12, bless her. No, but. oh, no. Um, I've made maids von in the past, but when I've made them at home with my mum, I've done a sponge top rather than a curd cheese top, so that threw me a bit, and I always use jam instead yes, of curd. Yes, 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 that's right. That's what I, I've always made them like that, and I thought, oh, this is a bit different, but then when they said, because yeah. like, Henry VIII's favourite cake, oh, well, there we are, he knows best. <laughs> oh, gosh, and that <laughs> threw me, because as soon as I heard that, I was just yeah. like, oh, my gosh, what the heck, oh. it's not the normal ones I make with my mum. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. But you did really well in that challenge, though, didn't you? You came, you came fifth, didn't you? Was it fifth? Yeah, I did, yes. but I mean, I, I like making pastry, and, you know, I can make curd. I know they showed the clip that I was panicking with Phil that I'd forgot because for a split second I mean I can make curds all day long I make loads of different flavours and I think just the pressure of the tent just got to me and I panicked and so did he (laughs) oh yeah I can imagine sometimes you just go completely blank and you think like what next (laughs) yeah that happens a lot to be fair because you're you're in such a well it's just such a whirlwind thing to be through Mm. that it does the pressure just gets to you yeah I suppose it's quite warm as well uh, Michelle you know being in a a marquee with you know the ovens and the fridges Is, is it quite warm in there well, in the mornings, I mean, we start super early, so mm. that's why we all look so tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we put the ovens on in the morning to warm up because the tent is so cold. So we put the ovens on and leave the doors oh, open. No. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But by the afternoon, and I mean, that day was hot. So to be boiling milk, 
the smell yeah. was just oh it turned everyone's stomach oh I can imagine <laughs> yeah oh horrible but I mean, I mean these are the things you just wouldn't know by watching you yeah. know you can't pick up on the no. smells the temperature you know we're all nice and cosy we've had our dinner we've sat <laughs> yes. down with a glass of a wine, glass of wine. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's just entertainment for us all but you don't know what you're going through no. but you, you could really see on everybody's faces this week how stressful oh, it was oh yeah yeah oh, and as the weeks so, yeah. go on you can see how tired everybody is because it's week after week and obviously depends mm. when you leave that it is so tiring and, and practicing at home and everything it, yes you know it all it all adds up because we yes. still got to carry on with our everyday life and it is difficult yeah so how, how long do you have between filming each episode uh, michelle um they're done on the weekend so right. we we used to leave say because I, I had quite well i deferred this to travel back to obviously tenby so i used to leave on a monday yeah um because it was just too tiring to travel home but then i only had a few days in between leaving then again on friday oh. um so to practice those two bakes and to make sure they were perfect was was heck yeah. of a challenge yeah yeah i can imagine yeah. <laughs> i salute you we all do we're so proud of you oh, here are. in pems oh, michelle oh, uh, how, how's the stardom setting in then with people wanting selfies and autographs <laughs> oh and that's all quite bizarre because down here i am just a normal person and i know a lot <laughs> yeah. of people living in tenby but i mean i supported iman wales this weekend with my family and I was busy cheering and clapping, and the amount of runners on the marathon would just stop and ask for a selfie <laughs> with me. And Brilliant. I just find it bizarre. It's just I'm I'm just a normal person. I was more in awe of them doing the Ironman than oh, anything else. <laughs> that's amazing. I know. I'm seeing Alfie as well. You know, especially after his recent news and um, the documentary on telly last night. You know, it, it's it's a very important uh, time for Wales. I think you know there's, mm. there's uh, lots of people like yourself uh, that are in mm. the public eye, which mm. are, are just you know making us all so proud. No. Yeah, well, I felt him when, when I saw Alfie run past, I cheered extra loud when he ran past me the four times. Um, and Shane Williams, actually. It was nice to see the support they gave each other. And yeah. it's, just, it's just nice. Yeah, it is. It's fabulous. Uh, before you uh, shoot off then, Michelle, um, Showstopper. I mean, that, that was quite incredible, wasn't it? That the Mish tea, uh, again, I mean, um, I, I think I, I heard about this just quite bizarrely when we used to live abroad in, in Brunei and went to an Indian wedding. But other than that, I, you know, I wouldn't know what that is. You know, I mean, a, a very interesting dish. Yeah, God, I wish I'd known that beforehand. I would have got in touch with you. <laughs> but we had to, we spent many nights just Googling it, trying to find out how to even make a koya, so to sweat yeah, down the milk. But, yeah, you know, yeah. lots of the Indian people who make these sweets, they use the dried version. Yeah. And obviously we weren't allowed to use that, so we had to sweat down the milk. And Absolutely. that was... Yeah. That was heck of a challenge, but, mm. but to not know what this thing was meant to look like, it was oh, it was quite difficult. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of um, Indians, yeah, they also use the condensed milk as well, don't they? Mm. Which is a bit cheating, yeah. isn't it? You know, so yeah, I can appreciate you had to do it all from scratch. Yeah, so did. next week then it's the <gasps> Roaring Twenties. <laughs> wow. Gosh, I had to Google a lot of this. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you start with that? Well, we'll find out all next week, won't we? Yeah, yes, we we'll have a fabulous week, Michelle. Thank you ever so much for catching us up, uh, catching up with us here at Pure West Radio uh, once again. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to catching up with you next week. 
You're welcome. Thanks for having me and thanks for your support. Hey, no, you're an absolute gem. And also, uh, stay on the line, Michelle, because we'd like to get a couple of requests off you. Because after Noel's Bake Off playlist, including <laughs> Scon Jovi, Bun Direction, um, The Fiddler on the Proof, and Take a Little Pizza of My Heart, we've got to get a couple of requests off you uh, ready for okay. next week's show. Uh, so please do stay on the line. Uh, okay. Thanks, Michelle Evans Fetchy. We're so proud of you here in PEMS. Keep up the great work. Yeah, oh, keep it up, you. Michelle. We're rooting thank for you. You're fabulous. Bye-bye. Oh, she's a star, isn't she? Uh, Here's Jess Glynn, Hold My Hand. Up next, we're going to be chatting PAVs as uh, they've got their volunteer awards uh, on the way very soon. We're proud to be involved with this one and, uh, yeah, lots of exciting things happening uh, that we'll be talking about in just a couple of moments. 9.47, right here on Breakfast. Standing in a crowded room and I can't see your face. Put your arms around me, tell me everything's okay In my mind I'm running around a cold and empty space Just put your arms around me, tell me everything's okay Break my bones, but you won't see me
Jess Glynn and Hold My Hand playing right here at Pure West Radio. How fabulous is Michelle Evans-Fetchy? Uh, what a star she is. And uh, you can listen back to that uh, via our podcast. That'll be up on the uh, podcast service for you in about 20 minutes' time. Uh, we're chatting to Jean from Pavs up next about their volunteering awards. And we're delighted to be supporting this right here on Pure West Radio. Eternal and so good playing right here on Pure West Radio. This is Breakfast Show with me, Tobes, 9.54. And how fab was it chatting to Michelle Evans-Fetchy from Bake Off a few moments ago? She is an absolute GM. Uh, we're live on Facebook right now. H- hello to uh, everyone there. I uh, hope you're having a fabulous morning. I've also got Jean from Pavs here. Hello, uh, Jean. Hi, Toby. How are you, my dear? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. Good, good. End of my good. working week this today, so yeah. Lovely Can't job, I know. Bad. We're sliding into the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I managed to uh, see you uh, at the uh, Pembrokeshire College uh, event, which yes. was uh, fabulous. Freshers' fair. Yeah, really good, good fair this year. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people there. Really, really well attended. Mm. I was, uh, I was very impressed. Thought yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your volunteering awards that are coming up. Right. Probably the first thing I should say, Toby, is I'm not asking for people to come to the event because we are totally full, Mm. uh, which is fantastic. Uh, We've had a fantastic response this year because we're doing it a little bit differently this year. We've had volunteering awards in Pembrokeshire, PAVS awards, Mm -hmm. since 2007, I believe. And we've always done it during Volunteers Week, in June, in the daytime. This year, thanks to sponsorship from Southwark LNG, we have uh, been able to put on an evening awards gala event, as we're calling it. I'm not quite sure what gala means. And, <laughs> fancy. Um, <laughs> fancy. Fancy. Bit of, fancy. Bit of this. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 
put your glad rags on. Mm. And um, so we had an amazing response this year to the nominations. Um, in some categories, we've had maybe twice or three times in some categories what we might have normally expected. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So um, Good news. It is, it is good news. So this is an event about celebrating volunteering. Um, we have three finalists in each of seven categories. Um, I know you're very kindly coming along and you're going to chat to those finalists. Yeah, looking and forward to it. And there's going to be a show next Friday morning, is that right? Yeah, so I'm going to pop along on the Thursday night and we'll interview uh, the some of the winners. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be playing them out on the breakfast show the following morning then. So uh, yeah, it gives a good bit of exposure for them. And, and just to let everyone know about the great work that they've been doing exactly. here in the county. You know, that's the important part. I mean, since 2007, like I say, we've had a similar event and the stories that people come out with, why they volunteer, what they do, what it helps, how it helps their communities, mm. just incredible. The amount of stuff that's going on out there that people don't even know about. Mm. People don't see it, but it goes on and it's what keeps the, the world ticking, but it's certainly what keeps the county ticking. Mm. And in mm. Pembrokeshire, we've got some amazingly dedicated volunteers, organisations that just make such a difference to, to the county. Mm. And they so deserve the praise and recognition. They absolutely do. Absolutely. Um, so, we've, yes, we've got a new category this year, which is long service. And um, in the past, I know that when the panel has been judging, they'll say, well, this person does amazing work twice a week and has been doing it for five years. And this person does amazing work once a month, but they've been doing it for 20 years. Mm. So how do you decide, you know, how do you judge that? Very it's difficult, quite difficult. Yeah. So we introduced a long service award. And uh, I think between them... The three finalists have got something like 110 years of service. I know. It's phenomenal. Remarkable. It's phenomenal. So how many award categories are there in total? Seven. Wow. They are. Um, you've got the groups. You've got two group awards, which is um, under 25 and over 25, basically. Um, then you've got the individual awards, which are, again, under and over 25. You've also got... Um, something we call the Mary Sigley Award which is named after a colleague of ours who very sadly died very suddenly while she worked for us and her sort of philosophy, Mary was from Pembroke her philosophy was about how volunteering can really make a difference to the person yes obviously to communities and everything that you know volunteering does but how your self-esteem, your sense of, you know, sort of being part of a community, mm. all the stuff that comes out of volunteering for the person, all the benefits that people get out of it. Mm. Um, she was a real grassroots person who saw, you know, who saw the, the value of volunteering. And so in her honour, we named an award. So anybody who has maybe been experiencing some difficulties and finds volunteering has really helped them, that's for them. Then we also have um, the Trustee Award. Now, trustees are often the unsung heroes of for the voluntary sector. Every uh, registered charity has to have a board of trustees. Um, but it's about sitting in meetings and making sometimes really difficult decisions mm -hmm. and trying mm -hmm. to find funding and all those things, which, you know, it's n never particularly glamorous. It can be quite boring, but it's absolutely essential. So... 
you know, we recognise the value that trustees bring to the organisations and actually the organisations couldn't exist without them. Mm, so mm. we have an award for the trustees and then the other one then is the long service, like I say, which we've just introduced this year and we had a lot of entries in that category. Okay, <laughs> and I know the judges were looking at it and thinking, oh, oh no, but he's only my. done 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Which only. is, uh, you, know, you know, and it's incredible, but relative to what yeah. some were doing, it was very, very, very hard for them to make decisions. But yeah. I think... Uh, they made the right decisions, but yeah. I yeah, mean, I'm great. I'm very fortunate that I can I can understand um, I guess many different angles on this because you know we're all volunteers here at Pure West Radio, are, so yeah. it's, I can totally see what people get from it. It's it's wonderful to be a part of a community group and uh, the benefits that has. But also, I've been on the judging panel before as well uh, for Paul Satori oh. for their judges uh, yeah. and uh, for their awards, and I know how difficult it is, and it, and it's not an easy task. No, it's, it's not. really not. So I can sympathise on all angles of this, <laughs> but one thing. I I do know is it will be a brilliant night because it's yeah, fabulous I celebrating so. just the wonderful people we've got here in Pembrokeshire right. and and the volunteering that they do it's just yeah. it's just remarkable yeah and we've got some entertainment in the form of um fish God musical theater society they're coming to sing for us Fab. um we've got some guest presenters for the awards um we've got um streetwise catering doing the food for us so, um, and we've had incredible support, can I just say, from Colin Sharp from the Pill Social oh, Centre. Oh, diamond. Colin, if, I hope Absolutely you're listening because you are a superstar. Diamond. You really, really are. Yeah, and he has worked so hard to help us. He, he did the table plans yesterday for us and that was no mean 